Good morning, folks. How you guys doing today? Welcome to another episode of Garage Talk Season Two. As I said, we've been we're gonna be coming more often. We're gonna be doing better things this episode and this season. So we're looking forward to sharing this journey with everybody getting your takes, your reviews, your opinions, and what you guys think of the topics that we discuss. So once again, my name is Yasser. I am your host. It's a really exciting week that I'm looking forward to starting with today, and we'll get into more of that later. But Episode 2, Season 2 starts right now. Thank you for tuning in as always. Today, our first sports that we'll get into is the NBA as we know the All-Star game is approaching so teams are kind of getting mentally ready to go into that break we saw last night LeBron James return after missing five games and gets a triple-double right away you know the Lakers have been an extremely extremely hot topic with every game. I feel like this is the year that you need to watch every single Lakers game. Because we never know what Russell Westbrook will do. As everybody has been saying, the Lakers just need to hold on to him to the All-Star game and then move forward because he's a monster post-All-Star game. So let's see, we're just a week or so, 10 days away from the All-Star game. So let's see how or what kind of Brody will get in the second tier of the season or later part of the season. There's also news going around that the Sixers are expected to pursue a James Harden for Ben Simmons deal. Now, my opinion is this is a bad deal for the Nets. And the reason being I say that just because of how inactive or how missing at times their team is. We know Kyrie does not want to get vaccinated, which is perfectly fine. That's his human choice. KD has been in and out with his injuries over the last few years. So I feel like James Harden more so thought he pretty much had a guaranteed ring or nothing guaranteed in life. And now he's frustrated because the rules are changing. He's not getting the calls. He doesn't have his running mate that he came for. The team is doing okay. Well, in recent times, they've lost, they've lost seven straight, so it's not too good. Meanwhile, Harden's played 44 games, 37 minutes a night, so he's high usage, just like his days in the Rockets. 
his points have gone up to 22 and a half. He's shooting 41% from the field, eight rebounds and 10 and a half assists. So he's having a pretty solid season. And while we know Ben Simmons has pretty much been MIA, he does not want to do anything with the Sixers. So it's going to be an interesting trade deadline. Also, we want to send out our prayers to Joe Ingles as he continues to recover from an ACL injury earlier last week. And just on that note, I'm very excited for the All-Star break and how the season ends with the trade deadline. I think we might see some big pieces move around. Um, as always, NBA trade deadline and NBA offseason has now become a thing of its own. Um, so let's see. I feel like the next 10 days are very exciting for the NBA. So let's stay tuned in. Thank you again for joining us. As always, now we're back from that break and we shall continue. So as we all know, there's a big game this week, Sunday, Super Bowl. It's the favorite Sunday of America. You know, there's been a debate since I think I was in high school that the Monday after Super Bowl should be an off day for for everybody from work, from school. You know, growing up, I always did think that, that it should be an off day. But as I've grown older, I think it's 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 better that it's not because we all get to go back to our offices and schools and discuss about the Super Bowl with the teachers or with their uh, co-workers, talk about the commercials, the, the economy, the money it generates. So I, I think it's pretty cool. As we know, the Bengals and the Rams will be meeting for the first time ever in the Super Bowl. Bengals had not won a playoff game since 1990. Wow. That's a very long time. And the Bengals, just in a fly, has actually been to three Super Bowls, including this one. And they lost both of the first one to the 49ers. The Rams, last time we saw them in the Super Bowl, they only scored three points. Yeah. Three points. Points. So let's see what they do. And it was it was against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. So let's pump the brakes. This will this will be the first time two number four seeds will be playing each other. As we know, the highlight is Joe Burrow is in his second season. And possibly looking to win a Super Bowl. He'll become one of the youngest in the game to win a Super Bowl. Like Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady. Who all won between the ages of 23 to 24. And what do I say about Matthew Stafford? You know, 12 years with the Detroit Lions. They had some talent. They did some things. But, you know, his, his career wasn't what it should have been. You know, he was an amazing talent from, I believe he got drafted in 2009, if I'm correct. Phenomenal talent, great arm, got to play with Megatron, even went to the playoffs, but, you know, they all could only do so much. And, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of noise in the Super Bowl because it's in L.A., you know, the town to be in, La La Lane. I feel like this is going to be the most 
celebrity attended event in sports history. Um, you know, a lot of people are rooting for Odell. Um, I am also rooting for Odell. Uh, I do wish him the best, but more than him, I really want Stafford to win a ring and Cooper Cup to win a ring. Even Joe Burrow, I would love for him to win a ring. I think he's one of the most phenomenal young talents we have in the game. Sean McVay is absolutely my favorite coach in the game right now. I, if I were to play football, I would play for Sean McVay. I think he's a he's a player's coach. He's phenomenal. Um, I think he's always motivating. Even after that loss, they're back in the Super Bowl after two years. So this is their second Super Bowl in four years, which is phenomenal. Um, also, Aaron Donald on the defensive end, Vaughn Miller. I love these guys. Um, and I really do also believe that if the Rams win this game, I think Aaron Donald will retire. This man is a three-time defensive player of the year. He has all the accolades that he needs. You know, he can walk away from the game healthy. He's a certified name. So I, I really think that might be one of the, you know, not like small big things to keep an eye on um, that Aaron McDonald can possibly, possibly retire. In some serious news, you know, there's Brian Flores. For those that don't know, he's a coach or used to be a coach for the Miami Dolphins. He has filed a lawsuit against a few teams that interviewed him and the former uh, team owner and the team owner of his former team, Miami Dolphins. Uh, and the lawsuit is about how the owner offered him money per game, a, a six-figure per game amount to lose games so they can get a better seating. It's pretty crazy how people act surprised by this. We all knew tanking was part of the game. Um, and to get what we just didn't know that you could possibly get paid a six-figure amount as a head coach per game. Per game. So even if you lose eight games, which puts you at, you know, eight and eight. Well, that's kind of, no, that's bad, man. To get a number one seed, you got to lose like 14 games at least. That's close to $1.5 million in, in pure revenue for the coach. So it's it's crazy how I think with this lawsuit, we'll see how there is some sort of racism in the league when it comes to minority coaches and their hiring. Um, I, I think um, the NFL, I, I don't think the NFL will ever get their name tarnished. They're just too big of a business. Um, but I do think there's some realities that are going to come out and. And we just have to live in that world. Like, minority coaches will not get a fair shot, you know. The Rooney Rule, which was there, um, that rewarded you a few picks just if you interviewed minority coaches. You know, that kind of, it kind of doesn't seem fair, you know. It's like you do it to get rewarded. You don't really do it because you think that minority coach has a full-fledged shot 
and being a good coach for your team. So it's it's kind of sad. But yeah, that's where NFL is. Those were some few NFL headlines. I will not give my prediction yet. Maybe later this week. Check out our Instagram. I will drop my prediction there for the big game. And everything that... Maybe some of my favorite props. You know, just a little fun. I've, Of course, I won't bet. I have stopped betting. Um, I had a terrible record. I could have lost my mortgage. No pun intended. I really could have. Anybody I bet on, I told the world to bet against whoever I bet on. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, tune into our Instagram or our Twitter later this week. And check out my favorite props and picks for the Super Bowl. Welcome, welcome, welcome back from that break. Now let's get into, so I'm very excited about this week. You know, matter of fact, I I probably will send my wife to her mom's um, because UFC's in town. Uh, every time UFC's in town, I'm super excited. There's so many events, so many fighters that I meet, interviews that I do. Um, I get to hang out with uh, Dana White, the president of the UFC, and you know, it's, it's extremely a fun time. The only thing that disappoints me a lot of times is that the UFC Houston card is not star-studded. You know, there's only a few fights that really look good. For example, this time, we got Stylebender Adesanya versus Robert Whittaker, which should be a great fight. It's for the title. It's the main card, followed by they're fighting in Houston. Derek Lewis has to be on the card versus Ty Tuvasa. I think Tuvasa will take this fight. Um, I think he's just... You know, he has momentum on his side. He's been on a roll. Um, I'm really excited for the prelims. I think the prelims are going to have a few good fights, including the flyweight Alex Perez versus Matt Schnell. I think that's going to be a great fight, so I'm looking forward to that. So, again, um, it's kind of quick. There's not too much to talk about right now. It's kind of just all smooth water going under the bridge. So, just, again... Like I said in the previous segment, stay tuned in on our Twitter, Instagram. We'll be getting a lot of interviews. We will be meeting a lot of uh, UFC stars, um, staff, everybody all around, celebrities all week. So it should be very interesting, very fun week. I highly, highly request everybody to tune into Instagram and Twitter and stay up to date with us. NFTs coming soon. The Roaring Lion Society. Check it out. Instagram, the Roaring Lion Society. Thank you for tuning in to episode two. I am very appreciative of all the listeners we have and everybody that shows us support. Uh, you know, we're definitely continuing to grow and put out better content we're working on a lot of stuff i know i've always been promising about the video episode but trust me there's some things that i'm just working on once they come in the video episodes are going to be back Uh, nfts we're coming out with the nft they're going to have great utilities behind it a lot of benefits Um, so i'm just eager for a lot of projects that we have uh, we're still trying, as I'm always honest with y'all, trying to get a few athletes that can provide value to our listeners, so we can't wait to have them on. I'm still working out the details on that, so as soon as we have that, we'll be right back on the video episodes, the Roaring Lion Society NFT, tune in, 
join the discord it's gonna be phenomenal i can't wait to share all my plans with you guys and always thank you for tuning in this is your host yasser and always 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 pull up to the garage talks where the best casual fun talks takes place Thank you.